Roster Mania has indeed been maniacal, and the CWL responds to the division overhaul. I'm Ben, and this is CODcast, the Call of Duty podcast. I have been holding off on making a, a CODcast because of the storm that is Roster Mania. I wanted it to uh, sort of settle down before I started reporting on it. And and some call this Roster Mania the most drastic change in, in Call of Duty esports Roster Mania history. So I wanted to really let it all kind of settle, and it mostly has, before I said anything. If you are on Twitter and you follow pro players, get off during roster mania <laughs> it's awful they're all baiting they're all trying to make it way more dramatic than it is i mean i don't know how many tweets i saw about optic changing about lg changing people messing around saying uh, no uh it it always they make it they bait and they joke around and they joke around with each other and it's inside jokes and they know what's going on but it's not released to the public until something until kind of the news is all settled and contracts are signed and everything so uh it has seemed like it the entire league was going to be completely turned on its head but um there have been some massive changes and we're going to talk about them but uh but a lot of them were kind of expected so nothing that blew me out of the water it was like what no way uh it all seemed pretty pretty sensible to me so we're actually gonna we're gonna open it up right with Roster Mania, and then we'll get into some of the smaller details about things later. But uh, somebody had asked me on Twitter, uh, kind of to talk about what sparks roster moves. Is it the org? Is it the players? Is it the, um, is it you know team heads? Is it single individual players that want to do it? So I'll, I'll comment on that really quickly before I kind of move on. So um, there's really I guess two sides to every move. And usually it's one or the other that leads the move. So it's really you either have the player that wants to go or the organization that wants the player to go. So, and this is all, it's, there's a lot more fine print to it than just like, I want to leave, I'm going to leave. There's contracts. There's like people not re-signing contracts or not being contractually obligated to stay with the team. And I'll give you some small examples of those. But first off, the player. So if the player isn't happy with the team, and happy is a really bad term to use there, but it's all I got. If they, they aren't satisfied with how the team is performing or aren't satisfied with the chemistry on the team or aren't satisfied with how they're being represented, um, like if they're not being contractually supported well, like they're not being paid. You know, we had that that situation earlier in the season. So um, there's a lot of problems that can occur on the player's end. If the player is not fully content with the organization, they can... Uh, leave after their contract is up um or they can i think there's also contract buyouts uh where another organization can buy out somebody's contract uh, and usually the the price is pretty high to do that i know um csgo prices are extremely high uh but the uh, contract prices are pretty high to buy out but you can buy out another uh, player's contract to um bring them kind of on on your squad and i think that's all labeled in the players contracts it's not just like you can go around and dish out money and pull players around wherever you want so um but an example of uh, some of the, the a player problem is so slasher uh, we're going to talk about this later if you didn't know slasher the main ar for envy left envy and he announced it pretty pretty firmly pretty immediately after uh they lost in in playoffs 
Now, this is a roster move that I, I thought needed to happen, and, I, and like I said, I'll talk later in detail about it, but Slasher left Envy, and it was pretty clear that he wanted out, so he left as a player, and it wasn't disrespectful to Envy. It wasn't He wasn't saying, like, I hate Envy, I hate this organization. It was just like, he needs to move on. He needs to be at a different in a different organization with a different team, specifically with a different team. And so instead of Envy, you know, mixing things up around him, he decides to leave. So that's a player um, not necessarily having an issue, but kind of being beyond the point of content with a team and wanting to exit. And so that's that's what he decided to do, and it worked out fairly well for him, considering he's one of the top ARs in the game. The other side of it is an organization wants a player to leave. So uh, a player is free, maybe, is a free agent that they want. And so they have to make room for that player on their squad. Or they feel is a player isn't cutting it. This is something that I don't feel like happens as often as we think. It's not like there are cuts made. It's not like, oh, um, let's use methods because we're about to in a second. Methods isn't cutting it, so we're going to cut him. He, he's not he's not playing up to the speed, so we're going to cut him. It's not really that. There's a lot of there's a lot of like uh, intricacies that go into pro Call of Duty, and um, I think it has to do more with intricacies than one player just like not performing at the level. If it was clear, if it was obvious. If, you know, if if someone's on a team with Skump and uh, Slasher and uh, and Looney and this other guy comes on and he's just not playing at their level, that the player is obviously going to get cut. But I think we'd see that uh, pretty clearly and it would make sense to us. I don't think it, it happens that often. I think there it's just more about intricacies. It's more about chemistry. It's more about if you're not winning, it's not working out, you know? So... Uh, let's take Rise for example. They uh, slasher slasher is a free agent. They want to make a switch because you know they've seemed to hit their prime and fallen off. They got to make a chemistry switch. So who do they pick? They pick their main AR and kick them out. Methods, and it's not nothing personal to Methods, but Slasher is available. So you got to pick up Slasher. So that's that's a, a, a good example of an organization uh, moving a player out to. Uh, take another player now you're seeing this more and more now but there are also organizations that kind of have second stringers they'll like have a couple players and they'll pay them all but they'll sub one in like have sensor play instead of proto i think it was for lightning pandas earlier in the season so um i think it was sensor that played for i know sensor played for somebody but i think it was proto but uh so you'll see kind of like first string second stringers this is something that uh i haven't seen in a while i haven't seen really much ever but um I guess it makes sense. It just feels odd to like sit somebody in in Call of Duty, especially someone like Proto. Like Proto's a good player. It just feels like they'd be more useful at another organization. But I guess if they're getting paid, hey, they're getting paid. Um, but frankly, when it when it comes to switching rosters, it comes down to winning. Okay, if a team isn't winning and it's clear it's not going to happen, both players and organizations are going to want a change. It's not like somebody wants to stay on a losing team, or it's not even like somebody wants to stay on a third place team. You know, they want to stay, they want to get on a team that can win championships. Look at Optic here. This is why I say they don't need a roster change. It is very evident that they're improving with this role change, and it's very evident that they can win championships. We're not going to bring up the, the double choke <laughs> playoffs, okay? We're not bringing it up, guys. So stop asking for it. Um, so it's very clear that Optic can win championships, and so they don't need to make a roster change. They have the chemistry. They have the talent. They don't need to. Other teams, take Rise, for example, feel like they can't win a championship now. They've reached their prime. They want to make a change. Or they feel like they can be better. Uh, TK, you know, TK reached their prime and they fell off and they felt like they needed a change. And we're going to get into that change. But 
you know, if you take somebody like Parasite, for example, if you don't know who Parasite is, he's been in the industry uh, for a really long time. He's got a pretty big name, but he's got a big name for kind of blowing up on other players. He's not easy to work with. He gets so pissed off. If you've ever watched a single stream of his, you will have seen him get pissed off. I promise you. I would bet money on that. Uh, I wouldn't bet money on that, but but it's likely that you saw him flip out. Um, so he's burnt a lot of bridges, to be honest. But if teams are winning, if the team he is on is winning, it all kind of irons itself out. Um, you know, like that. It's it's just kind of like if if you're at each other's throats. Like Gunless, I think was a sensitive player for a while because of the weird leave from United that he did. So he was a sensitive player for a while, and and people were saying like, you know, but if if Rise is winning when they pick up Gunless, who really cares? It irons itself out, and it did. It seemed to iron itself out. So, um, that's what I will say. It do, it does really come down to winning. A team wants to win. They want to be a team that can win championships. Not fourth place, not third place. Still a lot of money in those places placements, but championships. So, so let's get into this roster mania craziness. Um, I'm gonna do this by teams. Okay, that's how I've decided to do it. I think that's the most organized way to approach it. So that's how we're going to approach it. So, alrighty. There are a couple sites that break all this stuff down. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to hit the main ones, okay? The ones that kind of hold a little bit more weight. There's a lot of slight movements that have happened, but um, and a lot of organizations becoming other organizations or buying other organizations out or picking a whole team away from an organization. Bunch of stuff, but I'm going to hit the big ones. Okay, so United. Um, United is a roster change that I said needed to happen because they just weren't performing uh, at all, and they did a roster change. Um, they kept... Uh, Prestini and Arcides and Clayster, and they dropped Silly. Silly Silly is out, and Felony is in. Felony was on Complexity. Um, Complexity has less fame right now than it used to, uh, but Complexity has one of the best-rated rosters of all time. It was when Krim was there and Aix, and they were winning all the championships in Black Ops 2, was it? 2? I think 2. Um... So that's some um, consider that the best, the best roster of all time, um, maybe, um, uh, but only second now. People are saying to this current optic gaming roster. So, uh, complexity used to have a lot more name to it. Uh, they've had kind of a dry, uh, a drought for for the past few games. Uh, but we'll see if we can pull it around. So complexity, uh, felony leaves complexity and goes to E United mm-hmm. for silly, um, and then. Complexity, all four players were restricted free agents, were made restricted free agents. You're looking at other teams. And now, officially, as of like 30 minutes ago, uh, Sensor, Ricky, uh, Blast? I never know how to say that name. And Dashy. I always second guess myself. B L A Z T, Blast? I guess it could be Blazed. Blazed? Is he Blazed or is he Blast? We're going to go with Blast. Um,. Always second guess myself on that name. Sensoriki, Blast Blaze, and Dashi uh, are now Complexity's team. So, I mean, I, I look, I don't see this team. I don't see this team putting up the numbers that Complexity used to put up. You know, Sensor keeps tweeting about how he's going to win the next event. But that being said, um, even coming from Lightning Pandas over to Complexity, still feeling like he's going to win the next event. I, I just don't think this team is going to put up those numbers. And that's that's me being as frank as I possibly can. Over on Echo Fox, who has put up some uh, solid performances this past year, um, Assault is out. So, uh, Assault is a solid player, been around for a while. He is out from Echo Fox. So, I think they're keeping their other three players on. 
And the reason he's out is probably is probably his decision moving to a different team because he moved to Evil Geniuses. Um, Evil Geniuses, uh, Enable was out. Enable was a restricted free agent. And then Assault was in for Enable. So my guess is Assault left uh, Echo Fox. He wanted to and, and moved over to EG. And Nameless is out. And then Silly is in for Nameless's spot on Evil Geniuses. So now that the, that team is Aches, Apathy, Silly, and Assault. Wow. Like, it, I mean, the other players were Enable and Nameless, so they're uh, fantastic players. It's not like they were lacking of talent before, but they have Aches, Apathy, Silly, and Assault now, and this team is is fantastic. I think it's a great move for Assault to move from Echo Fox to Evil Geniuses. I think this is the caliber of a team that he should play on, and I uh, this team has potential. Now, that being said, the other team that Evil Geniuses just had also had potential, and they just didn't perform how we feel like they should have, so... We'll see what they do. Hopefully, this chemistry works a little better. I love Apathy as a player. I'm just saying that right now. Apathy is so interesting to watch. When he's at his prime, like he was in IW, and I think he is still... It's not like he's left his prime. He just needs to be on the right team. He's so interesting to watch. He's such a fast, aggressive player. He does so well with just running crazy routes, uh, crazy flanks, and checking his corners well um, as a sub, which is important, specifically in a game like this, where you don't have jetpacks to fly away. You have um, you have to check your corners. You have to aim up kind of around corners. Apathy does it so well, and he's so much fun to watch. Um, if you haven't watched Apathy, go over and check out his stuff. Um, seems like a really good guy, too. So uh, I, I, I want him to succeed. He's really fun to watch. And so this team looks like it's in a really solid place, and hopefully they can pull out some dubs. Uh, Unilad made a minor change. Uh, nothing serious has uh, been locked in yet, but Moose is out. So all of you Moose fans out there that wanted Unilad to win... You're going to have to split up your your allegiances now. Moose is out. Move on to Reckless. Reckless was Era Eternity, the Optic Kryptonite, the team that kept beating <laughs> Optic um, when they felt like they shouldn't. But Reckless, um, Era became Reckless because of some weird contract payment stuff. And, uh, and then Pharaoh, who I've talked about him before, uh, he's, he's now out from Reckless. Now, he's had some fame, and some of the fame came from dual pistols uh, using the, the duelist thing against against Optic, actually. And they were like, yo, stop using this. He was like, oh, I want to finish this, this map or something. And they ended up winning from his crazy performance with the duelist. That being said, he's had crazy performances beyond that without duelist. Um, so he, he, I will say that Pharaoh has a lot of raw talent. I'll be very honest about that. He, uh, he is a player that... Uh, it is, I, I, in my opinion, was above the other players on his team. He was the best player on his team. He's aggressive. He's flashy in the way he plays. And I think he has a lot of ability to play at a very high level. He's pretty young too. So he's got a lot of raw talent. I think this is a really good move for him. Decimate is also out on Reckless. So now Reckless is just the other two players they had. Decimate and Pharaoh have left. Um, uh, now we're going to move on to some of these huge names here that you know. Envy. Uh, Decimate is now in at Slasher's spot. I talked about Slasher being out. Um, he left after they lost at playoffs, and now Decimate has taken his position. And then uh, Temp is also out from Envy, and his position is filled by none other than the the ex-MVP Chino. Yes, so Chino, uh, so now Envy is Hook, Classic, Chino, and Decimate. 
pretty solid team. Still not at the level that Envy was last year or the year before. I will be honest. They aren't. Envy hasn't been at that level since there were, I guess there was potential at the start of World War II for them to be at a pretty high level, but they just haven't played it at in that spot. So Hook, Classic, Chino, and Decimate, we'll see what they can do. Um, Chino, Classic, Hook, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, I mean, does Decimate fill slasher shoes? No, it's slasher. You know, it's just, that's not going to happen. But, you know, does the team need, every team needs a solid AR, but with, with players like Chino and Hook, and Hook, and why am I having trouble saying his name? Hook and, and Classic, do you need someone as strong as Slasher um, to, to be in that main AR spot? Plus, Decimate might just bring a better energy than Slasher did the team. Um, and then over in TK, since I just said Chino was out, Chino is indeed out, and Pharaoh from Reckless, the guy I was talking about that has a lot of raw talent and, and is young, is in for Chino. Okay, so this is a great, great, great move for him. Also, Theory is out from TK, and Methods is in from Rise. And then we'll get to Rise last next, but uh, Methods has been dropped by Rise, and he's in for Theory spot, and Chino is out, and Pharaoh is in for his spot. So it's Kenny, Accuracy, Pharaoh, and Methods in for TK. Uh, Maven and uh, Courage, Jackie Dunlop, did a little roster mania update, uh, and they were talking about this move for Pharaoh, and I and I 100% agree with it, that this is a really big step for him forward, and he has a lot of talent, and that he needs to take advantage of this and really show up and perform um, to, this is like his chance, kind of, to make a really strong name for himself in, in Call of Duty esports and, uh, and, and perform on a really top-tier team like TK. So it's so funny because TK just wasn't the TK that we know now a year ago. They didn't have a chance to win an event last year, and they come in and have have a star team like this. Incredible. So I I I think that's enjoyable. I want to see a lot of teams do that. Unexpected teams come up. I think uh, Reckless or Era Eternity had that opportunity, and Echo Fox had that opportunity to kind of blow up. Um, and then they they've been kind of hacked apart now. But but we'll see what these we'll see what TK can do with Kenny, Accuracy, Farrell, and Methods. And now to Rise Nation. The reason I left them for last is because of the caliber of team they have now. So they dropped Methods. What happened was Slasher became a free agent after playoffs, and then all of a sudden Rise dropped Methods. So it was pretty clear what Rise was thinking. Slasher's available. He's a top five main AR, and you want to pick him up. They, they dropped Methods. Now Rise Nation is Looney. TJ Haley, Gunless, and Slasher. That is an unbelievable team. As far as chemistry goes, we'll see how Gunless and Slasher work together. We'll see how Looney and Slasher work together. This is an incredible... These are incredible individual players. I do want to see how Slasher fits in to the juggernaut team that is Rise Nation and see how that chemistry works out. But... The least I'll say is these four players are terrifying together as a team. So they should be able to put up really, really strong numbers, and we will see if they do. There's a couple teams that are without change, and that's for a reason. Those teams are FaZe, Optic, Luminosity. Those three really top-tier top teams right now, top three past couple events, all fighting pretty much against each other. They shouldn't make a change. They don't need to. Red Reserve and Splice, 
Are they going to trade with each other? Maybe, but you know, they both are kind of happy spices, kind of kicking it in the gear. Um, and they're both kind of uh, pleased with their teams right now. So they're not making any changes um, at this point. Mind Freak is the optic of Australia. And so I don't know who else they would pick from Australia to be on their team. You know, they're they are the top tier team in Australia. So um, so they wouldn't change. And Epsilon, the organization, has faith in the team they have. So they're not making any changes either. That uh, That's all the, the big stuff from Roster Mania, though. Um, a lot of massive changes. I'm really excited to see. Uh, Seattle's the next event. It's in like two weeks. I'm really excited to see teams like this crazy Rise roster play and and uh, TK and see how uh, see how Pharaoh performs on TK um, and if he can put up numbers that we uh, expect him to. So we'll see. Also, how E United plays. I want to see how E United plays with this with this roster change, the silly out roster change, and the felony. And so uh, we'll see at Seattle in a few weeks. But um, after this, oh, after uh, Activision Sledgehammer, whatever the, the group is called, uh, updated World War II with the division overhaul, they um, obviously there needed to be a new competitive rule set uh, in place because we have this massive update and they have to kind of figure out the meta. But um, there's kind of two separate rule set changes that happened. Sledgehammer and, uh, and kind of CWL released different rule sets changes so sledgehammer released um changes when they essentially released a new game and here they are um they're restricting flinch reduction the flinch reduction utility from armored and also the fmj utility from armored so on armored when you're like leveling up the division like the last two are um flinch reduction which is essentially prime and uh and better bullet penetration which is essentially fmj so they're restricting both of those with armored so that armored is still an available division to use which many pro players do use it um but you don't get you don't get those massive upgrades to make you a superhero and they're also restricting the ability to use smoke or tab and gas grenades with armored and if you remember armored makes it um like all the grades all the grenades were um nerfed and then if you have armored it buffs them back to what they were before so, in order to not um, give players a massive advantage using their tactical uh, equipment, they are restricting the ability to use smoke or tab and gas if you are deciding to be the armored division. So that's Sledgehammer's rule set change, and then um, CWL rule set changes. Uh, they have restricted expeditionary division. Um, nobody can be that. Uh, so the, the the instincts, the basic training, was removed from the restricted list. So it was. It was restricted before because it gave you that yellow warning of, you know, if there's a player aiming at you, if you're not looking at them. So Sledgehammer wanted it to be removed from the restricted list. They wanted instincts to be legal again. So they're working on removing the yellow notification that I just talked about if a player is aiming at you for uh, competitive only. But it now makes you, um, instincts was changed so that it now makes you more immune to shell shock and, and tactical equipment. So they wanted it in the game as a possible basic training, and and it's definitely something that that pro players will use in this meta to be immune from shell shock attack equipment is is a huge deal, and uh, and players will definitely be selecting it. So uh, Sledgehammer wanted it to be back on the competitive, uh, in the competitive options for basic trainings, and so they got what they wanted there because they're removing the yellow warning symbol, warning sign thing around your screen. When people aiming at you and then there were two basic trainings added in for primed and bang which were taken out 
Those were clandestine and Blitzkrieg. Both of those are restricted. Are uh, yeah, restricted from pro play now. So clandestine uh, dropped enemies drop intel packs when you kill them to reveal nearby enemies, kind of like a nearby UAV ping. That's restricted. Obviously, uh, that that <laughs> that would be absurd to have in there. And then Blitzkrieg is restricted, which is the streaks based off of uh, kills, not points. Kind of like old school Call of Duty. By the way, it's really fun to use Blitzkrieg in game. Uh, your streaks are better. You get a fourth streak. It's really, really exciting to use it. And it's like a fighter pilot. It's like like five or six kills. Like it's it's easy. And you, and so you can play Dom. You can really enjoy Dom and not have to worry about uh, the fifty the fifty points um, per kill instead of the hundred. So Blitzkrieg is really, really fun to use. Um, but it makes sense that it wouldn't be in pro play. Uh, it it should be um, an even playing field as far as streaks go, and those should all be based off of score. Uh, also, apparent. I think the. I think also the fighter pilot was made like 850 points or something for competitive. Um, I read that somewhere. Am I wrong? I think that's right. So that's a big change as well. And fighter pilot is wicked, wicked useful in competitive. So that's a good change. Uh, the M1 bazooka is banned, and the Panzer Streck is banned, and the rifle grenade is banned from competitive. Now that, if if that if those don't make sense to you, I don't know what does. Um, I'm not sure anybody would use the launchers in the game. Maybe they'd be useful if somebody got a, uh, no, what, like a fighter pilot? You can't, you're going to shoot that down really quickly? No. So, and no one really, really used the launchers. Uh, people used pretty much strictly the machine pistol with extended mags. That's, that's the secondary attachment for every pro player. Uh, you have to have extended mags on that machine pistol because the clip's like four bullets deep if you don't. Um, it runs out so quickly. And so everybody uses extended mags um, on their on the machine pistol for the secondary. So, and the rifle grenade, like the the noob tube, should not be legal in any game ever, even public matches. So I'm glad they banned it from at least competitive. That makes sense that they would do that. Speaking of being banned, um, six players have been banned from game battles and also apparently LAN events for six months. Uh, if you didn't hear about this, uh, the Killa, Stevie, Trev, Flawless, Neslo, and Nihil, Nihil taking a chance on that name as well um are all banned from uh, originally it was just uh we heard it was from game battles and then also apparently based off killer's comment on twitter it's LAN events as well for six months so that's pretty much the rest of world war ii and i think neslo had already announced retirement i think it was neslo that announced retirement so it doesn't make a big difference for him um i mean you go out on a bad note <laughs> kind of a bad rep at the end here but basically what happened if you're wondering is um uh, there was a game battles match, uh, and the team was Stevie, Trev, Flawless. No, sorry. The um the the team was uh Stevie, Flawless, Neslo, and Nihil Nihil, and um Trev, uh Stevie and and Flawless were uh, not able to sign on. So Killa and Trev were trying to recover their game battles accounts and play for them. They were reported, and all six players were then found guilty of it and banned from game battles and land events for six months. I, I mean, I, I don't have much to say on this besides you, you had to know that was against the rules. I don't blame them for banning you for six months. They should be. I don't care what the motives were behind signing on because somebody else can't sign on or whatever it is, but that shouldn't be allowed, and it isn't, and you were punished for making a mistake you know that's that's the punishment for it it all makes sense to me it's very clear here they were they were punished correctly here 
you know, Kill is a name that we've talked about a little bit on this on this podcast because he's he's had his opinions about the game um, in the past, and he's spoken out a lot about what he thinks needs to be changed. So uh, we have talked about him before, but hey, man, you can't you can't sign on and play as somebody else in game battle. So that's a fair and firm punishment that um, they deserve for breaking their rules. But that is the last thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing about Roster Mania. It was crazy for a while. We didn't know what was going to happen uh, with all the baiting that the pro players were doing on Twitter. But uh, I'm glad it's pretty much over now. There is another Roster Mania change after Seattle. Um, you know, basically what happens is when the roster lock releases, teams move around and shift stuff around like chess pieces to try to get the best possible team going into the next roster lock time period but um i think maybe rosters had to be locked no rosters have to be locked i don't know when the date is they have to be locked before seattle but it's before seattle and then there's another one after seattle um that the rosters can open back up so uh they're about to be all locked up we're going into seattle it should be a really solid event i think it's like a two hundred thousand dollar event um it'll be a lot of fun to watch i think seattle is also a new location for cwl i don't think they've had a tournament there before so congrats on Seattle and to CWL for that. But that will do it for today. Thank you all for listening. We have, a, gosh, a bunch of people are making other uh, podcasts now competing. Um, but hey, I'm not going to tear them down. I'm just going to say that, you know, continue to listen to this one. Tell your friends about it. Um, I hope I can bring you news and good opinions that you like to hear about. And I really appreciate everybody that does listen and consistently listens and rates it on iTunes uh, and comments and uh, and tweets at me. I really appreciate all of it. I truly, truly do. I mean that. Uh, so thank you again, everybody who's listening. Uh, but that will do it for today. As usual, I am still Ben, and this has been Codcast, the Call of Duty podcast. <laughs>